Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Coming up on today's podcast. Hello and welcome back to Women's Cricket Chat. Today it's just me, Georgie. Alex is too busy working, doing other things. But I'm very happy to say we're joined by Australian young superstar, Phoebe Litchfield. Phoebe, I would say morning, but it's morning where I am. Good evening to you. Good evening, Georgie. Thanks for having me. No worries. Well, how are you? How are things? Yeah, good. Just plodding along here in Oz. It's good to be back in Oz and getting stuck into some uni and trying to... Be a cricketer at the same time, but it's good fun. Yeah, how how do you do that? How do you manage the balancing of that one? Um, it's actually not too hard. Can't complain. I yeah, I think I'm lucky to be able to study. So yeah, it's fun. Just gotta when you're not cricketing, just put some work into some uni, which is lots yeah. Of and so what are you what are you studying at uni? Um, communications. So yeah, nice. And am I right? You still are you still doing your film kind of stuff on the side? Yeah, so that's like, well, I'm doing like studying media arts and production, which is like um, film studies and producing docos and stuff like that. So it's part of the degree. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. So you're going to start doing them like around and about tours and stuff. You're going to go AJ Wellington style and just film everything. Not to that extent, but, and I don't know if I'll ever do something in cricket, but yeah, sort of just a hobby of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's quite nice to have something else to do, I guess, that isn't just cricket. Very much so. Yeah. It's like when your hobby becomes your job, then it's no longer a hobby and you've got to find something else. That's it. So fingers crossed for cricket. No, I'm yeah. I love cricket. That's fine. <laughs> and so throwing it back to cricket, way, way back, how did you first get into it? Um, yeah, so just started pretty much like every other um, kid in the backyard with my brother and dad and then just quickly pro- progressed to sort of playing um, underage rep stuff and um starting the pathway for New South Wales in, in Australia and the next minute signing a contract for Thunder and yeah it was it went pretty quickly but yeah so much fun and with that Thunder things you were what 16 when you signed at Thunder was that right yeah what was that like did you feel like oh my god I actually am so young um yeah it was weird I think part of me I was like I was ready but also part of me didn't expect it at all and because the New South Wales and, and Thunder contract sort of came around at the same time and yeah wasn't expecting it but once I got it I was like okay let's do this um it's another challenge and let's see if I can make it in the big leagues obviously it was it was a shock to the system in my first year but um it was good fun and game two made a half century being the youngest women's big bash half century so you sort of made your mark pretty early on that must have been pretty cool 
Yeah, I think it was pretty cool to um to be honest. I nearly lost that game for our team. My strike rate wasn't amazing, but um yeah, to to come away with a fifty after a debut weekend was pretty cool. And yeah, I feel like debut is one thing, but if you score runs, it's like an added bonus. So um yeah, that was pretty special. And did you then have to go like? Oh, I guess it's summer holidays. I was gonna say, did you then have to go back to school and be like, hey guys, just being a professional cricketer, and now I'm back at school again. Yeah, it was actually quite funny. So that we played Saturday, Sunday, I think, and then I drove home that night and went to school on Monday. And my friends were like, oh, my God, congrats. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's like, what did you do this weekend? They're like, oh, I was drunk in a field. And you're like, oh, I was just playing professional cricket. It's fine, whatever. Obviously, yeah. no one ever got drunk in fields age 16. Anyway, oh, God, I digress. Um, what was it like growing up and being a, and sort of knowing that there really is that viable career as a professional female cricketer because the Aussies were so far ahead of everyone with making that a reality. Yeah, I initially I started the game just because of the love of it and never really thought of it as a career, I guess, until I was probably, you know, 14, 15, where um, you know, the talks of contracts and all that stuff sort of came about. And yeah, initially because I started so young, I guess, um, in my professional career it wasn't really a job and it was like just I was playing cricket um, during school and and I just you know got paid for it which was like an added bonus and it was so cool to just be part of that but to grow up looking you know being able to watch you know the likes of Meg Lanning, um, Elisa Healy, Lise Perry on TV to then go wow it's actually a you know a viable option as a career it's it's pretty cool and just blessed that I'm in that generation of players I guess. And also you've grown up watching them, but now you play alongside them. Was there ever a moment when you were like walking into the dressing room and like, oh my God, these are my heroes and now I'm sat next to them? Yeah, there was plenty of moments and it still happens to be fair. I did some media thing with Elise Perry the other day and I was sitting there, I was like, this is weird, you know, <laughs> like, um, but anyway, it's, it's pretty cool. And obviously Elise Perry, also pro footballer at the same time. Hockey, your other sport, am I right in that? Yeah. and. Did you ever have to sort of sit down and make that decision like, right, I actually am really, I'm going to have to put this to the side and it's cricket now? Yeah, I sort of, when I was 16 and before I was about to sign the contracts, I was making the decision between the two sports. And I think, honestly, I was probably better at cricket and um, probably found that I could go further in cricket, but still enjoyed hockey just as much and definitely miss it nowadays. But it's, yeah, the two sports work well. Um, hand in hand so I was lucky enough to play it until pretty much last year so yeah yeah and how much crossover do you find you, do you ever find yourself sort of playing shots and you're like this is something that's definitely come from hockey yeah I think the you know it talks about the reverse with the the quick hands and that kind of thing I think playing hockey right-handed has helped uh, my left-handed game but yeah there's also I think the agility and speed aspect like I remember my first probably three years of being contracted. I hardly did any running sessions because I was just playing hockey and, and getting fitness through that and speed and agility. So I think, yeah, they work well together. Yeah, I think a lot of people get that when they play other sports. We spoke to Ellie Threlkeld and she was a, a pro footballer, basically, and she was like, it was so good playing football. You never had to do external fitness. Now I have to do it myself and I hate it. <laughs> I guess that's, that's fair enough. And so you grew up playing hockey and that as well. Did you ever... Were you ever playing cricket on boys' team or is the setup enough that you've always been able to play for girls' teams? Yeah, I think nowadays you can pretty much go um, all girls' cricket, but I was, I was from the country, so um, there was hardly any girls playing cricket. I was the only one in my team um, pretty much until I was 16. So, 
yeah, that was pretty cool being being the you know the other one out, and I I loved it. I sort of was a, I was very much a tomboy, so I sort of just thought I was one of the boys at that stage. And it wasn't until I was a bit older when you know they're all putting boxes in, and I'm going, wait, what? What am I doing here? You know? And there's please like, tell girls, me you please tell me you asked to buy a box. No, I was like, oh, mom, I need a box, and then. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't, darling. But then, like, I started playing, like, men's cricket. And I was like, well, like, this is – they're bowling really quick, like, quicker than I face in professional cricket. And it's like, Dad, like, I feel like I actually need one because, you know, I need to protect, you know, the baby maker. So, it yeah. It hurts. It does, I know, but <laughs> obviously not to the extent. But anyway, getting back to the junior cricket. Yeah, it was lots of fun with the boys and then sort of just progressed with my age group and ended up playing – you know, Med's first grade in Orange, which was, um, I think, did play dividends for my for my cricket ability, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think that's had a real impact on your game playing with the men and, like, mentally as well? Because, you know, you get a lot of people who are like, oh, it's the girl, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think, yeah, skill-wise, it's probably fast-tracked a lot of, um, you know, reaction time and, you know, fielding hard, harder balls and things like that. But, yeah, on the mental side, it was quite funny that some of the opponents, you know, saw a girl and they were like, what, what is this? You know, they'd slow down and then I'd whack a few fours and they'd speed up again. And I go, okay, or bounce me or something like that. So there was a lot of banter in that in that kind of way, which was fun. Yeah. And so from there, went on to play, obviously, New South Wales and Thunder. And then it was, there was that video that I want to talk about of you in the nets that went viral and suddenly everyone was like, oh my gosh, who is this girl? keep your eyes on her can you talk us through that one yeah I reckon that was in my first week down in Sydney for the breakers for the New South Wales team and um you know I trained remotely at home and would only come down for the holidays so it was my first sort of session with all the girls and there was this guy with a camera and I thought he was just videoing like everyone and then a couple of weeks later the video got like released and one of my friends was like what is this like it's like popping off and I watched I was like what I didn't even like they didn't even ask me but it was like okay cool and then it blew up and yeah everyone was sort of talking about it which was which was pretty weird yeah do you think that's helpful been helpful in your career stuff especially like the growth of social media being able to see more of what you do yeah I think you know the fact that you know a young girl is getting that exposure like in women's career is probably a cool thing and yeah I guess it's it's shows where women's sport in general is going that you know we can make highlights reels um not that I was a highlight reel but you know it's getting as much reach as the men um which is cool and I guess yeah looking back on it I I don't know if I you know if that didn't go viral I don't know if I'd play in like the um I played in this bushfire bash game which was like a celebrity game when I was 16 and at the time I was like oh my god yeah let's do it and then I looked back I'm like why the hell did they ask me and why the hell was I playing in that like rubbing shoulders with like Ricky Ponting and Brian Lara so I reckon I've got that video to sort of thank um to sort of get me a get me a a spot in that um that cool match but yeah yeah what was it like playing alongside them I wouldn't I wouldn't even like be able to speak let alone play you know and you're just a bit like what speech paralysis that would be me well, it was, it was kind of weird I think because I was so young I was just like oh like let's do it and I probably didn't properly soak up um what the day was actually for and how awesome that was so yeah I wish I could have played it a, a bit older and actually um experienced it properly but can't complain it was it was pretty cool but you basically are a celebrity now so maybe there'll be another one that comes around and you'll be like yeah I'm totally actually meant to be here this time rather than just someone saw a video of me online you never know 
Maybe they'll remember mm-hmm. Ricky Ponty be like, she played in that one last time. We'll have her again. Mm-hmm. And since then, you joined obviously with the Aussies. What was it like to make your debut at the back end of last year now? So not even a year ago yet. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. We're in India. I think that's pretty cool place to play for your first tour uh it's just sort of throw you in the deep end playing in front of you know 40 40,000 people crazy Indian fans like they just love it and yeah I remember that game I I didn't bat but you know fielded and it went to a super over or something like that so it was just the most hectic game and I was just like okay how good is international cricket like yeah it was a dream come true and it was pretty cool to to be over there with the girls yeah, I'd love to go to India. Although I don't do spicy food very well, so I, I think I might struggle. <laughs> okay, good. And everyone, someone was talking about Nando's order, and they're like, "No one can have lemon and herb or plain." And I was like, "Yeah, please, <laughs> please. I need. I have to like wash the sauce off because I can't do it because like I'm a the plainish, the plainish one, like no sauce. Yeah, like just don't touch it with anything. Put some salt on it, and that'll be fine. That's me. Yeah. Um. And so within this not even a year now, you've now made your debut in all three formats, which has been the most memorable because you were obviously part of that five-day Ashes test match as well, which was pretty damn cool. Yeah, that was that was pretty epic. I think the baggy green is is sort of, I guess, a tier above, I think, both of the formats. And um, so, yeah, that was pretty epic. But also can't go past the T20, like the first game for Australia um, in India. That was pretty cool too. So it's a, it's a tough tie between them, I reckon. And I was reading... Uh, Melinda Farrell interview with you about how when you were younger you used to dress up with your brother and play in those replica baggy greens so what was it like to sort of come full circle from backyard cricket in a replica baggy green to playing Ashes test match cricket and getting an actual one? Oh it was so cool um I remember I got like got the cap and then that night sorry there's a car outside I probably should have closed my window but um yeah I remember getting the cap like that day and then that night in the hotel room you know, I was just like wearing it. <laughs> and I was just like, pajamas, like sleeping in it, wearing I was just, it. Just sitting there on my laptop, like doing something. I just like had it on my head. I was like, I'm not taking this off. Um, so yeah, that was it was pretty cool. And you know, sending selfies to my dad going, Oh my god, like it's true. So um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And do you have your number on it? Does it have a number? Uh on the inside. Yeah. Uh, what number are you? I think it is. I said my ODI cups one four eight. My uh, my t2060 i reckon my test is like 132 okay cool but the thing is you have it it for so long that you couldn't look at it so that's why oh, is that? oh my god wait no, uh, actually... oh you have it there you go in my small room oh 183 183 lovely good lots of test scriptures i guess that's what everyone was playing back yep. in the day and do you find that it gave you sort of a drive to want to play more red ball cricket i think that's something that there could be a space um, yeah yeah, I think after that five-day test, I was like, this is sick. To be honest, I couldn't play like a five-test match series. I reckon that would just be crazy. Like the men, like after that first test, I was like, I was buggered and I didn't even bowl. So, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. And I, I can see us sort of playing more of it, sort of like feeding into the domestic, like junior stuff, which would be cool. Yeah, I thought it was epic. I mean, I was exhausted and I was just watching for five days. So I don't know how you guys all felt. It was, yeah, it was draining. That Tammy double hundred was insane. Who else do we have hundreds mm-hmm. from? We had hundreds from everyone. Just yeah. runs in all directions. It was good. It was mad. And uh, what was the reaction like to this Ashes series back home? Because it was mad here. It was like full on Ashes fever, men's and women's, which was pretty cool. 
Yeah, we definitely felt that while we were over in the UK, the buzz around it, which is cool. I don't know about home. I think it's hard to, you know, you catch the first sort of session um, at night, but then apart from that, you sort of miss most of the games and you wake up the next morning. But apart from that, I think, you know, I reckon everyone was just like, this is really cool. You know, everyone, like England and Australia are pretty much on par here. And yeah, I think it's just really cool for the women's game and, and the Ashes sort of history that, our competition's getting so close now. And to be fair, I reckon England outplayed us in most, not if all, but all the games and sort of just lucky that the test was worth, you know, four points um, in the end. I think that's right, four points, but yeah. And you came into that mega successful team and then there was, you know, you very much had the favourite branded on you to come into the Ashes. Was there ever a time when it was a bit like, as a team, it was almost disappointed that you weren't further ahead or absolutely dominating i don't know i think it was it was a challenging series in in that space that you know i haven't been in the team for long and i don't really know what it's like but um yeah losing losing was like oh this is weird you know like and i've sort of felt that there was a bit of like like we need to win this like there was a bit of panic at some points but we always felt that we just didn't play our best cricket and we felt that if we played our best cricket we're actually we're a better side than them but we just didn't put you know all three sort of aspects on the park at one time and England did and then they got the reward for it. And do you think the crowd had an impact? I don't know. It definitely definitely helped the American. And, you know, at times when, you know, we'd we'd lose a wicket or they'd get a wicket. Sorry. Yeah, they'd get a wicket. Oh, the just the raw. I remember watching the um I was running drinks for like the T twenties and um one of the games that I think Edge Baston was just elite. Like yeah. I remember just the the atmosphere and the momentum I think we were chasing. So, you know, each wicket um, England got, like the crowd just got so much more energetic and um, that was a pretty cool thing to witness. And you talk of like cricket in momentum, uh, sorry, momentum in cricket, and I feel like the momentum switched and then you, we just couldn't get it back because like the whole English like support team was just on them. Yeah, and I think I was... There were record crowds in basically every game in that series. I, Edgbaston, I just think of the um, I got mega excited because I'm a child. Um, when they brought the ball on with the little car, did you see it? Yeah, yes. It was amazing. I was like, what? Is, and then if you, if they zoom in, it? it's got a little picture of a dog driving the car because like oh, Vitality's logo is the dog. Um, and that just made me, that just set me off for the day. I was like, I, I don't care what the cricket does. I'm I'm sorted. Tick. It was great. I remember being like, that's so, what is that thing doing? And then I was like, oh my God, there's a ball on it. And then the umpire just like picked it up like nothing else is like. like it was oh, so yeah, funny. Like, watching the confusion of all the fielders, everyone was like, what like, is going uh, on? Like, what is, is this thing? your new version of a streaker? Like what is happening? <laughs> they can't be bothered to run on themselves. So it's like send my remote control car. It's way funny. Yeah. I think it's way funny. No, that's cool. Yeah, and then, so following on from the Ashes, you then went off to Ireland where you scored your maiden white ball century how good did that feel yeah it was a good feeling I think um after a sort of lean patch in the in the ashes it was nice to get some runs finally and to do it with Annabelle Sutherland down the other end she also struck her her maiden ODI um century so that was pretty special and um it was a pretty cool day was it hard to sort of keep that momentum to carry on after such a big long draining ashes and then being like right tomorrow we're heading to Ireland we got to go again yeah it was tough and to be honest I like I was just like oh we're playing cricket again like I was I was fine but um some of the old 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 
um how do you say um some of the older players um were like oh my god you know another tour but Dublin was actually really cool and the the Irish team were really fun um yeah it was just a it was good sort of to get out there and play Ireland I think that's it was really cool and then you had all the fun of the rest of the summer the sudden call up to the northern superchargers what was it off to chase some pop chips which actually I've only just discovered as a crisp and they're bloody good are they? I've never actually always, had them. Oh my god, I actually always massively underrated them. And like, what a cop yeah. out! That's not a real chip. The barbecue ones are tip top, and they're like perfectly circular, so they fit in your mouth perfectly. You know, like if you eat Doritos, they're yeah. a bit spiky and like not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am all here for. Yeah, sign mm. me up to Northern Superchargers. Oh, like rubbish and purple, so maybe not. What was it like? Um, getting the call up, being like, right now I'm coming back to England, joining the Superchargers, and jumping on the hundred train, which is mad. Yeah, it all sort of happened really quickly with um, Elisa's injury and I think the second ODI against Ireland. And yeah, I didn't really think anything of it. And then, yeah, Midgey was like, hey, how do you feel about the 100? And I had this like holiday planned in South France and Italy. And I was like, Bleh, um, let's play the 100. So um, yeah, that was lots of fun and so glad it, it was, you know, came out of unfortunate um, circumstances. But yeah, I think it was it was a really, really fun month. And you seem to really enjoy it and it sort of showed in your cricket. Basically, you absolutely bossed it and scored a ton of runs. Did you feel like you were in just really good form or was it the whole, everything around it, the atmosphere, the team, the whole tournament as a whole? Yeah, I think you can put it to the atmosphere and and the superchargers, like they were an awesome team. But I also think the way it came about, it was sort of just like, oh, last minute, um, you know, nothing to lose. And I sort of took that into the way I played. I was like, you know, may as well just go out there and, try to bat as, as quick as I can. And I think you've got to do that in the 100. And T20 is probably my least, you know, successful format just because of my, you know, my power and striking ability. So I was keen to sort of just try things. And fortunately, they came off probably, you know, another month it would, would you know, get out first ball or, or hit some of the balls like to fielders. So I think it, it comes about with the lack of cricket. But, yeah, I had lots of fun. You an honorary northerner now? Oh, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> After, after spending a month with um Holly Armitage and Danny Hazel, I think I've become a northerner. But they're yeah. like proper, proper northerners. Proper. Yeah. Like, how, what are you saying right now? Wait, let me just put this into translate. What? <laughs> Literally. Um, it's a strange old place, the north. We like the north. I like to think I'm half northern. My mum's northern, so I count. And so that was a really successful time for you. But what was it like to be able to sort of just finish off and go back home and be like, right, actually have some R and R now? Or was it like back into uni, back into life straight away? Yeah, back into life. Um, I sort of neglected uni when I was over in, in the UK and I think you're allowed. Um, dug myself a hole though. So when I got back, I was like, oh God. Um so yeah, quickly discovered that I had a few assignments too and a lot of things to catch up on, but got that sorted and, and caught up now. But uh, yeah, had a few, probably like 10 days off cricket and it was really nice to get home and just chill um, and then got stuck into some New South Wales training and we had our first round over the weekend. So um, that was cool. Yeah. And so it must be nice that you, you're into it now and you're like, I actually am a fully fledged international cricketer. Do you find that ever brings any more pressure on you when you're playing domestically? Uh, yeah, to an extent. I don't, I don't really think about it, to be honest. I sort of see me playing international cricket as like, oh my God, yay. Instead of, oh shit, now I'm like supposed to be this player. So, um, whenever I play domestic cricket or, you know, the big bash coming up, I 
yeah, I'm not going to think too much into it. It's just it's a ball and a bat at the end of the day. So um, I'll just try to score runs. And the Big Bash is it's, it was sort of the one that led the way for women's cricket, wasn't it? Um, how excited are you for that start again? Because I love the Big Bash, and annoyingly, it's on usually when I'm asleep. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, it's probably the favourite like month and a half of the year. So I'm really keen to get out there. And the Thunder have a pretty good list this year, so I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, I was going to say, some of the overseas signings, what, Heather Knight, Lauren Bell, Marazan Cap? I mean, any team with Marazan Cap in goes yeah, way up so. in different destinations. Fingers crossed. And obviously we met and had Cappy with us at fair break earlier on this year, which honestly seems years ago now. What, like, already in, what is it? I don't know what month we're in. So it's the end of September today. Um, yeah. And that was back in March. What was it like to come in? Because you came in quite late to that one, didn't you? Yeah, late as well. I think I was replacing some other other player. But um, yeah, that was lots of fun. I remember um, sort of just going, yeah, let's do it. And turns out it was a really fun tournament and I think really rewarding um, both on and off the pitch. So um, yeah, it was lots of fun. And do you find that with a tournament like that, especially you're sort of learning as much from these in inverted commas, associate nation players as much as they're learning from you. Oh, for sure. I think it just speaks to the sort of the gratitude of um, you know, they were so grateful to be there. Um, they just play cricket for the love of it and um sort of reminds you why you started playing cricket and and how cricket can sort of take you places all over the globe. And we're lucky enough, you know, I was lucky enough to be born in Australia where um you know, those kind of skills get you paid and um, you can sort of make a career out of it, but could have easily be, been born somewhere else in these associate nations and they don't get the, the same opportunity. So it sort of just makes you really grateful and, yeah, just sort of puts it into perspective, I guess. Yeah, and how much did you enjoy that as a tournament and in Hong Kong? Because I thought it was really cool. As a place. Yeah, oh, Hong Kong was great. Yeah. Hong Kong was cool. Um, lots of sure it definitely rained a lot more than I thought it was going to. I agree. Yeah, weather was quite shit, but um, no, nah, on and off the field, it was pretty cool. And that little ground was so funny. <laughs> yeah. And also um, you went on to win it, which was quite cool, um, especially after the Warriors won one game last year. I think, yeah, they were bottom of the table. So it was, it was quite a nice turnaround. And what's it like to have Pricey as your coach? Because I think she's a bloody good egg. Yeah, Pricey was great. I've never had anything to do with her. just... She's been on comms for my game, so sort of, um, or our games for like Big Bash. So I've listened to her um, and been on the other side of it, but never actually met her. So that was awesome to sort of spend time with her and get to know her, which was good. Yeah, she's a good egg. Anyway, I'm aware I don't want to keep you all there. I've also just been invaded. Oh. Oh, hello. He, she. He. This is Tuffers. Um, Tuffers. He often makes an appearance and then is just annoying. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we always like to finish these off. God, look at my hair today. I'm so glad this is a podcast. Um, we always like to finish <laughs> these off with um, some quick fire questions. So one we really like is, um, what's the best sledge you've ever used or heard? I don't know. I I don't really. Too nice. I don't really sledge. I'm trying to think. I had some like brutal ones as a kid, um, which was actually quite sad. But it was like, I remember playing this. Actually, let's not do that one. Okay, no, exactly. I'm, I'm so intrigued now. Oh, it was like this guy and he, I was like struggling at the other end. We were playing some school cricket. I was struggling at the other end, you know, and then he was like, oh, he's leaving all the work for the men. And I was like, excuse me? So yeah, that was like, that was probably the worst sledge as in like, 
Yeah, as in like go and kick him in the box kind of vibes. But, you know, the the stock standard, um, you know, more leaves than a tree. I love those ones. Nice. I like there's um one we use, use, use. We send those bales to Wales and it's like the worst sledge ever. And that's my kind of humour. You know, the really terrible, not funny, not actually insulting. Or some people saying that they're, they like anti-sledge. So they start saying really nice stuff. And it's like, you look amazing today. Oh my gosh, your hair looks so good under your helmet. And the person is like, and then gets distracted. Which is way more fun. I don't know if you have cricket teas in Australia. Like we have a cricket tea. But what's your favourite food item at a cricket tea? Okay. I thought you were about to say like cricket tea, like, you know. Oh, like special like, tea that we drink at cricket. Like, yeah, I was like, uh, like English breakfast. <laughs> no. Um, really, that takes like licking an ashtray, I've decided. Yeah. No, good. whenever I'm whenever I'm trying to like just eat at a, at a cricket game, it's usually like a wrap with a banana in it, which is like really odd. But I like roll it. I just like put the banana and I just roll it up in a wrap. And I was like, oh, that was you weird. Put- I just ate it. <laughs> <laughs> people go what the hell are you eating and it's just like this like wrap and then yeah it's got a banana in it. it's like a, like a crepe but it's also like questionable because people go what are you eating but anyway it's funny. wow do you do you put like peanut butter or like chocolate spread or something in it or is it literally right. the banana wrapped in a wrap yeah most of the time well a bit of butter maybe sometimes or peanut butter actually i, I can do that or honey oh wow so yeah. this is that you've come a long way from fairy bread yeah yes well the fairy bread is actually so good i got I, yeah and milo obviously everyone loves a milo Very good. um best place you've played cricket lords yeah and what a uh, side note what was it like coming back there after visiting it 10 years ago and to actually be there to play that was cool yeah it was sort of like a full circle moment i was like whoa this is cool love a full circle um who would be your dream bowler to hit the six in the women's game yeah any God, I reckon I've watched, you know, Sean Tate, the wild thing. Mm. I've watched his spell against, I don't know who he was bowling against, but anyway, it was like when he was bowling those quickest, quickest balls ever. And like, imagine if you just like stood there and just smacked him over the head. Like, yeah, nice. I'd like that. Um, The dream place you would like to play? Dream place. Ooh, I think the MCG is a bucket list. Yeah, nice. Um, if not cricket, what would you want to do? Literally, you can do anything. You can be like president. movie star. Oh, nice, nice. What kind yeah. of movies? Comedy? No, like I reckon like dramas, like thrillers. Yeah, so you get Oscars because comedies don't get Oscars. So. Oh yeah, fair. You get Oscars. You get on the red carpet. I wouldn't have yeah. minded being in Barbie. That would have been fine. I've been. That would have been sick, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, anything with like a stupid dance scene as well. I reckon Barbie mm-hmm. can ask her being that. That's fine. Um, cats or dogs? Dogs. Last TV series you binge watched? Sex Education. Oh, it's on my list. I keep meaning to and I haven't got to it yet. Um, last book you read? Oh, God. No, I, I reckon... never remember because none of us read books. Just I reckon it was like a year 12 text, so like The yeah. Tempest or something. <laughs> oh, God, what was that like two years ago? God, Phoebe. Oh, oh what a drag also your school uniform when i was stalking your instagram is amazing those long skirts <laughs> i was like wow that is surely it was absolutely bo- oh did you wear a different one in the summer i guess but 
Oh my uh no. Well, it was cold. Like orange is cold. It, like it, it oh, snows yeah. there. So yeah. Yeah. Um, because I worked at Pimble where Elise Perry went to school. Pimble Ladies College, yeah. which is Sydney, and they had like summer ones and winter ones, but they didn't have the crazy. It doesn't go down to the, the floor. You can yeah. still have your pajamas on underneath, and no one would know. We do. You just like wake up, put your pajamas on, or have like your sport. Like I had, yeah. I literally just put my tights and my hockey, like, cause I had hockey training after and would just like be in my hockey outfit. And then. Please tell me you had yeah. shin pads on like all day. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> just go around like kicking things, be like, guys, I got solid my shins up. Uh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, favorite music or artist? Oh, I love Olivia Dean. She's actually British, but yeah. Hmm. Um, Have a- what's your go-to order from Deliveroo? Uber Eats from over here, but Deliveroo, do I don't know about the UK. God. Yeah. Um, I reckon like Mexican, like a burrito bowl. Love that. Love that. Nice. Not a, like a taco around a banana, no? We- no. <laughs> um, what's your favourite thing to do to unwind outside cricket? Uh, Yeah, put a good movie on. Just chill. Nice. Um, favourite Disney character? Probably like someone from the incredibles so dash i really liked dash when i was growing up because it was so quick that's i wanted to be him that's really yeah nice i, I can never do that but also, actually know. is that pixar oh i don't know but Anna, no, whatever because i said shrek and he's definitely not disney but i just love shrek it's actually yep. you know, like i need a movie to just sort of have on in the background shrek yeah i even shrek. put it on my hinge what's your favorite movie quick <laughs> <laughs> and i wrote um ogres are like onions and the amount uh, of people that reply to it. And I was like, I knew there were people I could get to know out here. That's so good. Oh, weird. Um, what would be your dream Sunday? Dream Sunday. Other than just playing club cricket and hitting old men. Oh, no. Club cricket. Uh, no, I'd probably like waking up, going to the beach, having a swim, and like getting a good brunch, and then like nap, watch you TV. Or... Your brunch. Are you a, are you a mm. coffee snob? I'm not. No, I haven't got into it. I just can't yeah. be bothered. It's too much effort. Pricey yeah, sure. was when we were in South Africa this year. It took like 10 days of South Africa for her to find somewhere that she actually liked the coffee. And I think and she had like three back yeah. to back. And was like, this is really good. And I was like, you don't need to make up for two weeks worth of not drinking flat That's white. Funny. Okay. Yeah, I just go black coffee and I'm like, it's the same everywhere. Then it's so easy. Um, well, I won't keep you forever longer because we're turning, it's, I don't know what time it is with you anymore. My dog is making stupid noises. Um, you're making stupid noises. God, it's like having a child, but I don't know what it wants. Yeah. I have to pick up its poo. Yes. So, yes. Anyway, he's great. Um, Phoebe, thank you so much for joining us. Could you let our listeners know where they can find you on the socials? Yeah. Um, Instagram tags. I think Phoebe Litchfield. Phoebe Dot Litchfield. Oh God, I probably should know. Wait, I will let you know right now. Phoebe Dot Litchfield on Wonderful. socials. Wonderful. And yeah. Um, yeah, no, we don't need the Twitter. The Twitter. Wow, God, I am middle-aged. <laughs> My mum calls it the WhatsApp. So, um, But yes, thank right. you so much for joining us. It's been absolutely fab. And go well. Good luck with the rest of the season. I'm going to have to start supporting you guys now because I've got yes. far too many women's Big Bash teams. That's the problem. So I'm going to win either way, basically, because I can't no. nail colours to a mask. But thank Please. you so much and have a nice evening. Thanks, Georgie. See you later. Bye. Bye.
And to all our listeners, if you want to keep up to date with everything that we're doing, you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at WCricketChat, on Instagram at Women's Cricket Chat. And if you want to give us a like on Facebook, we are Women's Cricket Chat. If you'd like to give our personal Twitters a follow, then it's at GeorgiaHees27 and I'm at Alex This has been Women's Cricket Chat. Tune in next time. Podcast Network.